You're listening to Fireside Chats Without the Fires podcast, where customer experience enthusiasts are inspired by our weekly CX practitioners and thought leaders who share their insights and knowledge. And now, here are your hosts, Neil Toff and Paul Catherall. Season 2, Episode 32. We are with the author of the authors. I just made that up on the spot. But audience, you're going to love this one. We have in our midst, Naeem Arif. Now, you're going to say, Naeem Arif, wait, I've seen that name somewhere. Wait, wait, who is that again? And if you're saying that, then there's a problem. Because you read his books. You have seen his content. You have read the authors that have contributed to the books that he's founded. We're going to introduce Naeem in just a second. But this is a wonderful opportunity to spend time with the author of a book, the founder and organizer of three important CX projects. So we're going to talk about it in just a second. But uh, we're going to welcome Naeem Arif. Welcome to Fireside Chats Without the Fires. Thank you, Neil. It's great to be here. And um, in the UK at the moment, it's a little bit cold, so maybe we could do with a fire. <laughs> exactly. So here we go. Name is the author of Customer First. He is the founder of the uh, three customer experience books, Customer Experience 1, Customer Experience 2, Customer Experience 3, of which we have interviewed many of our guests this past calendar year. Uh, many of those are contributing authors to the Customer Experience 3 book. Uh, what is really great is that Naeem is a hard person to get a hold of. He's busy. If you follow him on LinkedIn, you'll see he's got about 35 different uh, jobs, projects, uh, initiatives. Uh, this is an entrepreneur. This is a person who is uh, contributing to the greater CX community uh, globally. And it is a real treat to have him in our midst to spend some time with him because, like I said, he he is a... He's not the easiest person to get. And what's been really fun before we hit the record button is getting to see and observe the charisma and hear his ideas. I'm looking forward to this session. We're going to pick your brain. Naeem, I want to know, first and foremost, share with our audience who don't necessarily know about you. They know your name. Who are you? And tell us a little bit about kind of what you do in CX and, and how, why, you've, why and how you've contributed so much to this global community. Sure, I will. Well, look, first of all, thank you, Neil and Paul, for having me on the show. Um, my name is Naeem Arif. I come from Birmingham, England. Um, I've, I've done a lot of things in my life, but I've been a, a management consultant for many years. Um, and I've also been a retailer. Uh, our family's been a family of retailers. And combining the two, customer experience is a, a massive thing at the heart of, of what we have been doing for the last 30 years. Um, You've mentioned the books and we'll talk about those in a little bit, but effectively um, I'm all about making sure that whether they're an internal customer or an external customer, the customer is always at the forefront of whatever I do. Sensational. Tell us a little bit uh, about, so we know Customer First is, uh, I believe, the first book that you authored. We want to focus more on the uh, three part or the three series uh, in Customer Experience 1, 2, and 3. Um, tell us a little about how that got started and what each of those is about. Yeah, sure. So um, I've actually put, had nine books now, which have all been uh, top three Amazon bestsellers over the last 15 years. Um, I wrote Customer First about five years ago. Um, it was all about saying, you know, what is what is the stuff that we as a family business have learned and 
you know, my corporate experience, bringing it all together. Practically, what is it that we need to do as a business or a business owner or a, a large organization to understand how to put the customer first? Having written that book, um, I then had the very massive pleasure of meeting Ian Golding. I uh, spent a few days with him and we were talking away about, you know, the fact that there weren't a lot of CX books out there. And yet CX, uh, in my humble opinion, uh, you know, it's something which is really personal and it's something which can be, it's not owned by certain gurus and, um, you know, institutions. It's, it, great CX happens everywhere. And as we're having this chat, we sort of ha- we sort of fell upon an idea of what if we got a group of people who people hardly knew who they were and got them together and got them to share their ideas about CX. Uh, so we thought we talked about this. Um, it was actually at the um, the CXPA um, uh, exam that, that I was doing. And off the back of that, we came up with an idea. We had we got 22 uh, authors to put together a book, a, a chapter, because writing a book is quite a big thing. But writing a chapter uh, is quite good. So we, we got a, 22 guys to put guys and girls to put a chapter together, which led to that book. Um, and it was so good that uh, we then wrote another one, which looks remarkably the same. And this time we got 24 people, which is brilliant. And the last one, Customer Experience 3, which I think you've interviewed quite a few people, we managed to get 28 people. And what I'm going to do is just look at the back of CX3. The thing for me that makes this brilliant is that if you look across the names and read the chapters, you've got people from a variety of, I'll say, walks of life. You know, we've got some people in there who are marketers. We've got some people in there who are real tech geeks. We've got some people in there who are customer facing. And all of these people, you know, have something to contribute to the customer experience world to the customer experience uh, industry um, and out of this book series you know people might think that you know great fantastic you've got three or four books there which have all made a lot of money i really want to stress that we don't make any money out of this either uh, we work with a great company called writing matters uh, and writing matters have helped us put together a really cost-effective way of putting these chapters together and these books together and our mandate is to sell as many books as we can. You know, we actually put them out for a pound each, a dollar each. So we're not trying to make any money out of this. We're trying to bring the spotlight on all these fantastic people around the globe who've got something to contribute to CX. I spoke a lot there. Well, does that sort of answer the question? It does. I, I'm curious, uh, by the way, so as, as thought, uh, well, we've been called thought leaders. Uh, we are certainly content creators, content generators. Uh, one who is active in content creation in the CX space, if one that has not yet contributed a chapter to your book and was interested, like what is the prereq? What do you look for? I'm curious. How do you select the authors? There's so many people have so much stuff to say. Yeah. Just look on LinkedIn. There's so much CX content that's generated. A lot of it is actually good. How do you discern and decide this one? Yes, this one. No, this topic here, that topic there. Curious how you make those decisions. So, yeah, it is, a, it is a tough thing to go through. And, you know, normally to get 22, 26 submissions, 28 submissions, we'll have over 40, 50 applications or submissions. Um, we're, looking for, we're looking for new thoughts. We're looking for uh, people who haven't had a spotlight shined on them already. We're looking for people um, who can uh, tell us something new. And each chapter is effectively designed to be uh, read over a cup of coffee and a sandwich okay it's a short piece so Andrew Priestley the um, the editor we work with 
will always say, tell me your best thinking. What is your best thinking? If you had, if you had five minutes to give some advice to somebody or to share something to somebody, tell me your one best thinking. So I don't want to know, you know, your 100 best tips or your 12 best tips or something like that. I want to know your one best thing. And what we will do is we'll look at the submissions. We'll always ask someone to submit a small abstract about what they want to talk about. We'll look, about, we'll look a little bit on their social media profile or their CV or whatever they submit to us to see, you know, is this somebody who, you know, is doing great stuff and hasn't had an opportunity? So we want to shine the light on those people. Uh, and literally, that's it, really. You know, we try and um, we try and align with the CXPA um, uh, core principles. So we try and put chapters that align with those core principles. But really, we're looking for new people. We're looking for uh, people who haven't maybe had the chance, but are doing great CX somewhere. This is wonderful. Is there a, C a customer experience for book in the works? Uh, there absolutely is. And uh, this morning I had a meeting with Andrew um, and we were talking about the timelines for that. But uh, yeah, we were about to kick off in October. We'll be kicking off the uh, call for submissions, which will basically be, would you like to be a part of customer experience for, you know, fill in a little form, tell us a little bit about what you want to talk about. And um, hopefully we'll be looking to launch that about Christmas, maybe January. But uh, yeah, there's a, there'll be a four, there'll be a five, there'll be a six. And as I say, we don't do this to make any money. You know, we literally sell the books at a, at a pound or a dollar. It is all about trying to help grow people's knowledge and give opportunity to people in the CX community. And just remember, even though we align with the CXPA, a lot of the authors aren't CCXPs. So we're not looking at people who are already seen as an expert. We're looking at people who we can shine a light on and uh, give them an opportunity or give them a stage to share uh, what they have to offer. In addition to the uh, diverse set of ideas that are shared in, in these books, uh, one thing that I do love is that you're absolutely right. They're easy to consume over a sandwich and a cup of coffee or over a break during your work day or a uh, short breath of fresh air or the beginning, middle or end of the day. They're easy to consume both in length and in style and simplicity. That's I think what works so brilliantly about the book. By the way, they also leave you thinking. Um, they leave you wanting more. They leave you um, whether wanting to know more or makes you reflect on one's own work, in my case, it makes me think about how I'm running my contact center operation. It makes me think about, uh, you know, should I consider this and how I manage uh, project management and technology stack and uh, other, other things that, that come into the overall 360 degrees of customer experience. That is also what I appreciate. It makes you think and want more, which I think is a great thing to do uh, for a book. It's a great contribution. I'm curious about this. I know I have some faves and I'm not going to put you on the spot and ask you what your favorite chapter or author are. I mean, if you wanted to share that, it would be great. That would make some, some great content. Not going to do it. You don't have to do it. Mm. Um, but topic wise, what do you think are some of the most, let's call it relevant or, uh, you know, maybe what should be top of mind for CX professionals um, in, in, in the CX3 book? Um, in the CX3 book or current world or across the books, what do you well, so let's start with the book and then let's talk about uh, the larger world outside of the book. Okay, so if you, if, yeah, go ahead. CX3, yeah, CX3 was very much around the pandemic and we were trying to really focus on um, CX post-pandemic. But 
by the time the book was launched, we were still in the pandemic. Um, and we, we managed to get, I'm trying to think, yeah, I'm trying to think, without, without obviously 28 authors, we managed to get such a range of topics covered um, that the question I guess I'm going to throw back at you is, did you feel like you needed to read the book end to end? Or did you feel like, I like the sound of that topic, I'll read that? One of the things I loved about it is I did not read it end to end. I jumped. I jumped because we had different authors scheduled, not in order of how they appear at the table of contents. We just had them because based on their availability, which was wonderful. I loved that. I, there, I did not follow any specific order, and it didn't matter. The book still made incredible sense to me. And I'm looking here at the table of contents, and it brings back great memories. I'm, I'm, the, some of the people that we interviewed. Sirte Pilaja from, uh, from Finland, talking about oh, play. Great. Great, and, and, great contributions. Great, great contribution. And it's so simple, isn't it? And that's what I love about what Sirti does, you know, creates um, creates an environment where people can use Lego to to sort of focus on rather than the people in the business. And then it sort of allows, it creates the opportunity to people to, to really think and focus on what's good and what's bad. Exactly. Francesca Tempestini, uh, who, who oh, drew on yes. her experience working with Disney, the importance of employee experience and the cast members yeah. and how employees, when they really buy in, that how that translates into customer experience was, was important. Yeah, right? definitely. You, you know, there's so much to get from Disney, but Francesca, she's so passionate as well as she can get about it. Mark Karchis, uh talked about quality. And my, wow, we had a great conversation with Mark that was just scratching the surface because quality, mm-hmm. there's so many different ways to define quality and discuss how it manifests itself or doesn't in a contact center or customer experience operation. I left wanting to have him back for another session. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and I can't add anything to what you said because quality is so broad. It's everywhere, isn't it? Sandra Thompson, empathy, man. She has become, is already, but, but it's just blossomed into such an authority on emotional intelligence. If you want to find a huge fan, I am, but Paul is a huge fan, especially of, of Sandra and her work. And, and what I'll say about Sandra is she's, um, she's in a space which I think will continue to grow and blossom. And not, no disrespect to any of the other authors, but Sandra is also doing it for the right reason. You know, I've spoken to Sandra a few times. She's looking at emotional intelligence in not just organizations but in schools as well trying to bring it earlier into early years as well absolutely here's uh, another one of my favorite favorites uh bob asman from my side of the pond talking about experience your customers experiences please he talked about and referred to uh it wasn't his article but uh taping yourself or pinning yourself to the order that your customer has just made and, and following it kind of through supply chain and really understanding every single facet of what happens uh, once an order is placed and how that translates to customer experience. Yeah, Bob's great. Uh, Bob's, Bob's also uh, somebody who I felt, where have you been, Bob? Why have I not heard about you for so many years? Because what you're talking about is so powerful. Yeah, and Bob has his own, um, his own CX podcast. He, he was a great guest uh, to have on here. Olga Potapsteva, Fly Me to the Moon, Turning CX Dreams into Reality. This is more about, I believe... Um, Agile project management, yeah. which is a, a newer topic for me, and it's one that's quite popular now, but very interesting to see how that integrates into customer experience. Yeah, and, and everything else as well, you know, uh, agile project delivery, really important in CX. And, it, I'm and jumping, disciplines as well. Yeah, I'm jumping ahead a little bit here. I'm skipping one or two guests. I want to go to one of my definite faves, Gustavo Imhoff. Gustavo, if you're listening, we're going to tag you on this thing, but you got to you got to comment here. You're good always for, for feedback and comment and, and for taking the opposite tack, which we love and appreciate. 
Gustavo, who talks about experiences don't matter, memories do. He says that the hell with the customer experience. That's not what matters. What matters is really what the customer remembers about yeah. the experience. He and he challenges everyone and everything, which is great. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I'm not going to add anything to that because that sentence for me is a great mindset. You know, as an organization, you know, don't worry, don't get so caught up in the technicalities of the experience. Just be really sure to give your customer great memories. Yeah. Jess Noble, also uh, from my side of the pond, Jess challenges a lot of things in a great way. Also very connected to one of my passions recently and actually has been an inspiration for me, which is connecting things back to the business of CX. She will challenge you. You don't have to do stuff in CX just because everyone says it. You have to do it because it makes business sense. And, and that actually filters out a lot of the, the unnecessary from the necessary, I think. Yeah, and I think the thing about Jess is what Jess is saying there is sometimes we can get very caught up in the let's be fantastic at CX, but let's also remember the business case. You know, we're doing great CX for the business case as well. And I think a uh, really important chapter as well. You're going to get in trouble here if you, you don't mention all the authors, aren't you? I'm glad well, the I'm, problem is I'm, only in, I'm only mentioning the ones that we had on the podcast. We haven't either received response back from the ones that I haven't mentioned. Those are going to be future guests, knock on wood, or that yeah. we don't necessarily know yet. And you're right. Uh, if you're an author of uh, a chapter in the book and we haven't mentioned you, it's not that we don't love you. In fact, we love you and we want to have you on here. You're just, yeah. we got to find a way to get in touch with you. I want to close oh, we, this part off. We, 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 we'll, call out, we'll call out to all the authors, CX1, 2, and 3. Please get in contact with me and Pat Paul. Exactly. Actions we want to have you. You guys create the, the podcast, by the way. I mean, it's just, you know, it's content in a box from us. It's so, it's, it's, so, it's so easy to interview you and pick your brains. But, but here I want to, there's, there's just a few more that I want, we'll mention before we wrap up this, this particular little part of the, of, of, of the session today. Nick Ligo Baker, who is the CX mechanic, he has a great, a great take on things. Uh, one of our faves also, Gregorio Uglioni, uh, also known as, of course, as the CX goalkeeper. What a yeah. what a uh, figure and personality in our in our world. We're huge fans of, of his work. Uh, Anna Noakes Schulze, uh, also who is, I believe, Canadian but living in Germany. I, she's put together a great set of thoughts on platform yeah. business. And here's one of our huge faves. This is the last one I'm going to mention here. Mendisa. Mendisa Macubalo uh -huh. about diversity. What a contributor. To our community globally uh, and her thoughts on uh, the importance of diversity yeah and doing great things um in south africa um you know at a i'm gonna say at a practical level you know not necessarily just at a big corporate level she's trying to do great stuff uh locally you know at grassroots level as well so mandisa needs all the support she can get and she gets all, she gets she needs more all the praise she deserves all the praise she gets as well get my words right she sure does. She sure does. You expressed it beautifully. Uh, let me ask you this question. Moving away from the uh, specific authors and, and chapters, let's go to the, the other part of what my question was. Was outside of the book, what's your take on the CX present and CX future? Where are we going? Like, you know, you're in the field. You're on the front lines in your, in your retail business. You're also a bit up in the clouds uh, here as the uh, uh, as the organizer of this amazing content, so you get to see it from a higher level. What's going on presently, and what do we have to look forward to or not look forward to into the future in CX? Okay, so it's, it's interesting because, like anything, we need to evolve or die, right? We need to keep evolving in the right direction. Um, and I guess one of the things I would say there is sometimes it's it's a bit of a myth that 
if you want to improve your CX, you've got to just throw more money at tech, SEO, you know, everything digital. Um, I think some of the great CX happens because humans are at the, at the center of something, either a thought or an action or putting themselves in their customer's shoes. These are all really basic things. Um, I think the more people understand and the more stories they hear from other people, which is part of the reason why we wrote the book and we continue to write the book, the more they're getting inspired themselves and the more clever innovations that we're going to see. And, you know, we may be authors, we may be business owners, but somewhere along the line, we're also customers of, you know, of somebody. So we all deserve a better experience. So the way I see it, I'm just hoping that we continue to see clever innovations uh, happening. And, you know, as a result, everybody out there will benefit, you know, us as individuals and us as businesses as well. That's wonderful. And kind of crystal ball. What's in the crystal ball, do you think? Well, the interesting thing for me is that um, over the last 18 months, a lot of businesses have really focused in on their digital strategy because, they couldn't, they couldn't reach customers, you know, practically. Um, and then they've also then had the realization of, of the investment needed and the work needed to do that. Um, I can see after 18 months of, of the pandemic, I can see people wanting to get out and about. And that where, that's where I think companies, organizations, brands need to make sure that they get their online and in-person experiences aligned. Um, we will have people now who only want to stay on Zoom, right? They don't want to go to work. They don't want to go to an office. But we've also got people who want to get off Zoom. They want to get into an office. They want to get back into the town center. They want to go shopping. Um, and I feel that as a service provider, um, it's, it's opened our eyes. It's forced our hands to deliver a better experience, uh, a broader experience digitally and, and in person. But where do I see us going? I think we're going to continue to have to de de uh, deliver a service which is both in person and online and do it well. Because there too there's too much competition out there now. If we are doing a bad job, it's very easy for me to go and get somebody else. Well said. Well said. Um, you created the opportunity to perfectly segue into the final three questions that we'd like to ask our guests on this. Uh, the first one is a CX myth, and you just started to allude to it. Let's just revisit that for a second. What is a CX myth that you would like to bust? Yeah, I think the one I mentioned a moment ago, I, I hear this a lot, and I speak to clients um, a lot who think, right, we need to improve our CX, so we need to get, do we need to get an app? Do we need to get a better website? And where I tend to start is, well, you know, let's just get some sticker. Let's get some uh, post-it notes, a big board. Let's just walk through the process a little bit like the example Bob gave, you know, follow that transaction around. And I think that's where people need to focus CX. It's not about the amount of money, the amount of, we spend on technology. It's about how easy we're making it for our customers. And it's about how much of our customers' needs we're satisfying. So for me, it's not about the tech. It's about the CX. Excellent. Second question that we'd like to ask our guests, CX quote. I think you have at least one up your sleeve that you'd like to share that's really good. Yeah, so um, 
the reason why I wrote the customer first book, uh, where right, the reason why I wrote customer first was because my thoughts here is that every customer is important. Um, you know, and let's just go retail. You have people, you have someone pop in, they're not going to buy today. You might even get someone who comes in who's just asking for directions. I believe that everyone who, every customer you have is important. They might not buy today, they might buy tomorrow. They might buy small today, they might buy big tomorrow. If they're not buying, they might recommend you to somebody else. And if you get in the attitude that we're only, we're going to look after every single customer, then I think that's how uh, your business will grow, thrive and survive um, through this. So that would be a quote I'd give. Um, you wanted two quotes, right? So let's see. Um, if you have two quotes, if you have a second one. Yeah. I tell you what, let, let's go with this one. Every day is a school day. Okay. Whoa. It's a it's a quote which is not really CX related, but um, one of the conversations Ian and I were having a few years ago when we, we came up with this idea was that you know CX isn't owned by twelve people sitting in a dark room. It's it's owned by everybody. And um, you know your your podcast, for instance, if people want to learn about CX, if they've got a mind that they want to grow, they should subscribe to your podcast. There is. There is plenty of resource out there, content out there. And all you've got to do is, if you're genuinely interested in, in giving a better CX to your customers, listen to other people's stories. So for me, every day is a school day. You know, I can learn something if I just popped into the local news agent or, you know, went for a meal. It's not my, it's not my sector. You know, my sector is, is slightly different. But watching other people, what they do well and they don't do well. You can uh, you can learn from that. So for me, second quote would be every day is a school day. Love that. In other words, keep learning or keep the learning on. As some people say, KTLO, I think are the, the 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 initials, right? KTLO, keep the learning on. I love that. Okay, final question. This is, this is going to be a really interesting one. Who are your or it, who is or who are your CX hero or heroes? Mm, okay, interesting. Um, I mean, immediately I'm thinking about some of the influencers out there who, who have inspired me. Uh, obviously, I've mentioned Ian a few times. Um, I love Shep Hyken. Uh, I love listening to James Dodkins. There's, there's a lot of people out there. But do you know what? Considering where we are in the world, I'm going to say that over the last 18 months, those people who had to move out of their call center or their customer service role in an office, move to their home office, and then had to pick up the phone the next day and deal with all you know, the, the general public and had to face up to them. I think those have been the real CX heroes over the last year or two. And I think the reason why is because they had to evolve quickly. They had to learn quickly. And most of them wanted to deliver or continue delivering a service to their customers, even though they were going through all sorts of trouble and trauma themselves in their own lives. So for me, those customer facing people on the phone, who were, who were dealing with customer complaints and queries over the last 18 months. I think those guys deserve a massive shout out. They sure do. They absolutely do. Those are the heroes. And will continue to be the heroes, I think. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Okay, here we go as we wrap up. So we have a customer experience for book to hopefully look forward to. Are there any other things that you are working on uh, or that you would like to share so that our audience your fans, your, your readers or your future readers um, and, con and consumers of your content, anything that you'd like to share so that they can know what to look out for? Um, so we've got a lot of CX Day stuff coming up over the next month. 
and a lot of groups around the world are putting things up. So you'll see that. Uh, got CX4 being planned for the end of this year. And uh, early March next year, we'll have the CX Mids. We'll have the third online conference. Um, we launched CX Mids, the first one, two days after we had the lockdown in the UK. And we managed to deliver it online. So we'll do it. We've continued to do it online. Those are the exciting things I'm looking forward to myself. And I'm also really looking forward to seeing just what's out there. I think uh, have a curious mind and I've got a very curious mind and just see what people are doing. So um, I'm looking forward to catching up on some of the podcasts from yourselves I haven't heard and also see what else is going on out there. Best place to buy uh, any of your books, especially Customer Experience 3, which is the latest, but any of them. Amazon is the best place? Amazon's the easiest and cheapest place for you. Um, and I tell you what we'll do. We'll, um, we'll do another promotion, another $1 promotion soon as well. Because, again, the idea is to try and get people to, to get the knowledge rather than try and make any money out of the book. So I'll have a chat with um, Andrew Priestley, Writing Matters, the people we use. They're absolutely fantastic. They support us in you know, not trying to make money out of this. Um, so I'll have a chat. And we'll do a little promotion to coincide with the podcast launching. Super. What a, what a, uh, I mean, the book in and of itself is just, uh, is so forward thinking and so important to what we do in our community. But the fact that you've taken the approach of not making it a money maker, but making it available to the community is, um, uh, at, at an easy entry point. It's just, is, is benevolent and is to be applauded. Thank you for that. Thank you for Thank that. You, um, so here we go. If you're not following name Arif on LinkedIn, do it. If you haven't bought any of his books, then you're making a mistake. You should keep the learning on, or as Naeem says, every day is a school day and you have an opportunity with this book over a cup of coffee and a sandwich, or any of his books for that matter, to consume these easily. You don't have to spend a lot of money, a dollar or a pound, uh, or the equivalent thereof in your local currency, wherever you are, Amazon. Very easy to get. I have a Kindle version. Uh, I didn't have to wait, but two seconds between when I hit submit and when it was in my Kindle inbox or whatever you call that. Um, consume this content. It's valuable. Naeem, I look forward to having you hopefully back on the podcast as a guest, uh, especially when uh, the four is, four, book four is available. We'd love to, to have you back to announce it and, and, and talk more about that. We look forward to consuming more of your content, following you, cheering you on. Uh, you are an incredible contributor to our CX community. Thank you for doing what you do. Um, we're grateful to have spent this time with you and wish you all the best. Thank you once again. Yeah, and just to say, obviously, I can only do what I do because our contributors contribute. So I just pull the strings together. Those guys do all the work. But it's been great to be here, Neil. And thank you for having me. Thank you. Season two, episode 32, uh, Customer Experience 3. Audience, if you like this content, uh, please give us a rate or review on Apple Podcast. Please give us some feedback if you have something to share, something you like, something you don't like. We want to learn from it and better serve you. Uh, season two, episode 32, Fireside Chats Without the Fires. We look forward to uh, a, a another stimulating conversation next week, uh, and we will share with you in due time who those guests will be, but we are grateful once again to have had Naeem with us and uh, sharing all his, his, his ideas. Thank you, audience. Have a wonderful day. The episode is over, but the conversation continues. Please rate and review us in Apple Podcasts. Post a comment and subscribe to stay on the leading edge of customer experience. To get in touch or be a guest, follow us on Twitter at ChatsFires or on LinkedIn or in your podcast repository of choice. Thank you.